2: This is your Times Daily World Briefing on Thursday, the 3rd of February. I'm Sophia
1: Franklin. And I'm Emily Wither.
2: The United States makes its first major move of forces since the current Ukraine crisis began. It's important that we send a strong signal to Mr Putin and frankly to the world that NATO matters to the United States.
1: And a lightning strike in Congo leads to tragedy. We're here at the Matadi
2: Kabbalah market. I was at home when they called me to tell me my sister had died. Times of London Daily World Briefing. We begin once again in Eastern Europe, where NATO is bolstering its forces. The Kremlin has decried the deployment of a further 3,000 United States troops to Poland, Germany and Romania as a destructive step, while the Pentagon said that France will also send more forces to Romania. Other Western NATO powers are considering similar action. Pentagon Press Secretary John Kirby said that the moves were designed to show strength and unity. It's important that we send a strong signal to Mr Putin and frankly to the world that NATO matters to the United States, it it matters to our allies. And we have ironclad Article 5 commitments, Uh, an attack on one is an attack on all. And so we are making it clear... Uh, that we're going to be prepared to defend our NATO allies if it comes to that. The American troops are in addition to the 8,500 put on standby last week. General Sir Richard Sheriff is a former NATO Deputy Supreme Allied Commander in Europe. He told Times Radio that while the extra troops wouldn't frighten Russia, NATO needs to be ready to stand firm
3: this is a very very dangerous situation arguably the most dangerous situation europe has faced since the cuban missile crisis what can the west do differently Uh, the west needs to show real resolve Uh, arguably 2014 there was not enough resolve shown and actually uh, on balance things are you know certainly the diplomatic effort has been pretty powerful um the threats of sanctions uh if we are to believe them um will make a difference what the West needs to do differently, though, is demonstrate its absolute resolution and determination to defend the borders of NATO. And that means deploying significant ready forces to the Baltic states, to northeast Romania, to send a message that, that absolutely no way is any Russian boot camp going to step across the line into NATO territory. And if it does, we're prepared to fight to defend ourselves.
1: In the Democratic Republic of Congo, disaster has struck. During a heavy storm in the country's capital on Wednesday, lightning hit a high-voltage power cable, causing it to snap and collapse. The busy market below, which had women selling produce and water on the floor, was then sent into a frenzy as at least 26 people were killed after being electrocuted. (laughs) Hundreds are now gathering in that place in mourning of those who have been lost. It's reported some sellers were asked to move to the place where the line fell moments before the incident occurred. Muriel Grace, a relative of one of the victims, says the authorities should investigate the individuals who made the order. We're here at the Matazi Kabbala market. I was at home when they called me to tell me my sister had died.
2: It's this cable that you see that killed my sister. Before, she was selling towards the main road. I don't understand why they moved them here. The authorities
1: must find out why. The Prime Minister of Congo, Jean-Michel Samalakunde, visited the marketplace in the capital. The
0: first feeling is one of regret, it is to present our condolences to all these grieving families on behalf of the President of the Republic.
1: Power cables frequently collapse in Kinshasa, a city of more than 13 million people, with outdated infrastructure and unofficial excess housing. Congo's National Association of Architects said this accident could have been avoided, as it was a consequence of a lack of respect for town planning regulations and high-voltage electricity lines. On the way, pack your bags. New Zealand is finally opening up. And a battle emerges over the first European ship to ever arrive in that country. Times
2: of London Daily
1: World Briefing. It's a sinister mystery that
2: has left US diplomats scratching their heads for years. But a new report could provide some answers. Havana syndrome stemmed from Havana in Cuba in 2016 when U.S. intelligence officers and diplomats there began suffering from strange symptoms including vertigo, ear pressure and a feeling of being assailed from a particular direction. Here's U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken speaking a fortnight ago.
0: I've talked with colleagues from the State Department around the world. Uh, who have been uh, affected, who have reported real experiences, uh, real suffering, real symptoms. And when you talk to people, when you hear them, when you hear what they've been through, there is no doubt in my mind, but that they have had real experiences, real symptoms, um, and real suffering.
2: Initially, it wasn't taken seriously until word of similar symptoms in US diplomats in foreign countries began to increase. At least a 1,000 cases have now been reported. Now a US intelligence community report says that pulsed electromagnetic energy and ultrasound plausibly explains some of the cases. The report argues that concealable devices requiring modest energy could cause the symptoms and work over hundreds of metres or through walls. The report clashes with a CIA briefing last month which found no evidence,
1: however, of a widespread campaign by a foreign power. It's been just shy of two years since New Zealand introduced some of the toughest COVID border restrictions in the world, saving thousands of lives while ripping families apart. But today, Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern has announced the reopening of the small nation to the world.
2: Opening back up in this managed way balances inflows of travellers so people can reunite and fill our workforce shortages while also ensuring our healthcare system can manage an increase
1: in cases. After all, our strategy with Omicron is to slow the spread and our borders are a part of that strategy. New Zealand effectively sealed off its borders in March 2020, only allowing in limited numbers of citizens who completed a mandatory hotel quarantine. The restrictions were extremely effective at keeping the country largely COVID-free, only counting 53 COVID-related deaths, one of the lowest tolls in the world. The policy, though, has increasingly been marred in controversy as New Zealanders overseas trying to get home have been forced to wait months to win a ticket in the country's random lottery system. This week, the case of pregnant Kiwi journalist Charlotte Bellis grabbed headlines around the world after she was initially denied an emergency spot to get home from Afghanistan. Moira Duffy moved to San Francisco at the start of the pandemic.
2: I'd actually decided only two weeks ago that I was going to stop even looking at updates around the border situation because I just couldn't handle the emotional rollercoaster any longer. It was too hard and um, was starting to really get at me because it's, um,
1: <laughs>
2: <I> miss Holmes.
1: <laughs> the opening will take place in stages over the coming months with citizens in Australia allowed to enter from the end of February.
2: The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport. With the latest from China's capital, here's Christian Smith.
0: The action is underway at the Winter Olympics in Beijing, even though the opening ceremony isn't until Friday. There were 55 new positive results for COVID among Olympic Games-related personnel during the latest round of testing, the highest daily total so far. There were 26 positive cases in the closed-loop system, which separates Olympics personnel from the public, and 29 among new airport arrivals. Since January, there have been 287 positive cases among Games-related personnel from 610 thousand tests although live sport began on wednesday with mixed doubles curling the opening ceremony on friday marks the official start of the 24th winter games the beijing games is the second olympics to take place during the covid pandemic all participants must take daily pcr tests and are enclosed in a strict closed loop system in which movement is limited
2: the times daily world briefing entertainment Four men alleged to be drug dealers have been arrested in connection with the fatal overdose of The Wire actor Michael K. Williams last September. Prosecutors in New York described how the crew stashed drugs behind bins in Brooklyn and sold them in the streets in plain view, including to the American actor. His last purchase, just hours before his death, was caught on surveillance cameras and shows one of the four Irvin Cartagena allegedly completing a sale with Williams. Williams was found dead in his flat by police the following day, with drugs and paraphernalia near his body. The four men, aged between 39 and 70, were each charged with narcotics conspiracy for distributing heroin laced with fentanyl,
1: an extremely potent street drug. And finally, as New Zealand prepares to open up to the world, the ship that first brought outsiders to the island nation 250 years ago is back in the news. Experts are questioning claims by Australian researchers that the final resting place of the research vessel used by British explorer Captain James Cook has been found. After
2: 22
1: years of searching, the Australian National Maritime
2: Museum believes conclusively a wreck in Newport Harbour off Rhode Island in the United States can be confirmed as the ship. But the museum's US partner organization, the Rhode Island Marine Archaeology Project, says the claim is premature and the publication of it
1: breaches a contract known as the Endeavor. The ship was famously used by Cook on his first voyage of discovery to the Pacific Ocean in late 18th century. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Thursday, the 3rd of February.
2: This podcast from the Times of London is brought to you in
1: partnership with Google Podcasts. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands.